Hi, everyone, and welcome back. It's me, Nisha, and this is another episode of Adam's Off Thought. Today's thought is very thought-provoking, is very intriguing, is very exciting, is very interesting, to say the least. It is something that we all do at some point or another. I think that if we find ourselves in a particular situation or circumstance, we may revert to this stratagem in order to get ourselves out of it. But nonetheless, it is what it is at the end of the day. And as always, my thoughts keeps me amused and things very interesting. So let's get into today's topic of conversation. Today, I'd like to talk about a while, a fraud, a fabrication, duplicity, deceit, dissimulation, ruse, a sham, a falsity, a falsification, a fiction, a fib, a non-truth. I mean, by all my terminologies by now, you probably figured out what it is that I want to talk about. Why am I fancying it up? I don't know. Let's just call it for what it is. A lie is a lie is a lie. So today I want to talk about the lies we tell ourselves, the lies that we tell each other, the good lies, the bad lies, the white lies, the black lies. What constitute as a good lie and what constitute as a bad lie? And when as a society did it become an acceptable thing to be lying? You know, who was the first person to ever tell a lie? What were their circumstances? Why did they lie? What was the repercussion? Or what happened after the fact? You know, it's very interesting just to think about the first person to ever do something, to ever lie, to ever drink water, to ever see something, to ever do something. The first ever man, so to speak, to ever do anything. What was their circumstances? Particular in this situation, what was their circumstances? Why they needed to lie? How did they come up with it? Is it that our brain just automatically do it? So it brings me to, is lying an innately thing or is something that's learned? I don't know. It's very fascinating just to think about lying and how we come about lying and maybe the history of lying. I don't know. I have not researched any of these things. These are just things and thoughts that are just coming to me. And maybe I probably should do a little bit of research. But hey, this is not a fact-based podcast where I talk up where I talk about facts. This is just a podcast where I just share my thoughts on what I think about things and how I think about it. And this is just what's coming to me right now. Lies. The lies we tell ourselves. So if I think about a situation, for example, a kid and something happened and as an adult, you're trying to figure out what exactly happened. The kid automatically reverts to lying, to fabricating a story. They're blaming the dog. They're blaming anything else but themselves, right? So I'm thinking, where did they get that from? Is it that they're learning it from the adults in the house? Because it's sad to think that. Because if you think about it, they don't have enough experience with the world at vast. So for say, them saying, well, they're learning it from society. They don't have a lot of experiences with society. They're maybe watching TV or on their tablets. And the most of the majority of their interaction is definitely with their parents or their family members. And I don't think as a kid, they know the difference between telling the truth and lying. I don't know. They're learning all these things, but I think our brain just automatically come up with certain situations based on outside things that are happening, outside stimulus, stimuli, whatever is going on on the outside. Our subconscious mind is constantly interpreting all of that. And then our conscious mind is just saying, hey, listen, this is what's going to happen, right? So the kid may be looking and reading the room. The energy feels off here. The facial expression, the tone of voice is very elevated. It's a very stressful environment. In fear of the repercussion, then they revert to lying. Hey, I'm going to blame the dog because what? I don't want to be placed in the timeout or I don't want to be grounded or whatever it, it is. However, we uh, 
we train our kids, we punish our kids, however we do it, they, in fear of that, then they revert to lying. As a grown person, as an adult, I think it's the same thing that we bring into the adult world, into the adulting world. When we grow up and we encounter situations or circumstances in order to get out of it or in or in fear of what may happen, in fear of the repercussion, we take caution and we may lie about who did it, who done it. We may tell a lie or we may say, no, how you're feeling is not how you're feeling because we don't want to hurt the person. And this is where the white lie comes in and the black lie comes in. So if you're not familiar with, maybe you are familiar with the white lies, maybe you're not familiar with the term black lies, but what it is basically is a white lie is considered the acceptable lie. The lie that we tell ourselves and each other to make ourselves feel good or make others feel good or to not. We use lie as a euphemism, right? We don't want to be as blunt as we can be as always. We want to make sure we're cushioning that blow. So we use it as a euphemism and that is where we get a white lie and I understand it. A black lie, to put it more bluntly, is a salesperson trying to sell you something and they know that what they're selling you is a lemon, but they're not going to tell you that it's a lemon because they want to sell. They may be working on commission. So what they do, they tell you that this is the best car ever. You, I'm telling you, it goes this amount of miles and this, 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 and you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. You're getting a good you know, good deal for your money and you buy it. And then you realize it's a lemon and a lemon is something that has no use. You can't use, I mean, you can use lemon. <laughs> if you get lemon, make lemonade, but not everybody can see that. Not everything that can happen with, right? So that's what a black lie is. When you have somebody that in order to gain something from somebody else, they lie about the situation. So that's what the black lie, that's what a black lie is. And it can be very dangerous in telling those lies, those what's, whatever constitute a black lie or a bad lie, those are the things that could cause ripple effect because you now could have just scammed somebody out of maybe the only money they had or something like that. And now it's causing a ripple effect. Now you're probably affecting a family, maybe a whole country, maybe whatever it is. I don't think that deceit is always the best way to go about doing things. I think honesty, as they say, is always the best policy. But are we honest? We are not always honest. We are very dishonest. Even with ourselves, we're dishonest with ourselves. Because if we think about being in a particular situation and we have suspicions of certain things and flags and things are showing to us and we're like, that don't make no sense. When you confront the person or somebody else about the situation and you're looking for confirmation on your suspicions and you approach that person that person may gaslight you. And this is where the terminology gaslight comes in because now this person know exactly how you're feeling is, you know, something, hey, this person is picking up on certain things and what they're picking up on is good things that they're picking up on because this is the situation. But they gaslight you and tell you your feelings and emotions are invalid and you're wrong and you're insane and they start to make you feel like you're going crazy. And you start to also doubt yourself. And gaslighting is also not a good thing. But gaslighting is normally I find gaslighting happens to people who are manipulators. People who are trying to manipulate somebody else. They gaslight them and tell them. And I find that a lot in toxic relationships. It comes into toxic relationship. When somebody is trying to control the next person, they use gaslighting or they lie or they manipulate the person. All of that falls under the same category, the gaslighting, the manipulating, the lying. This deceit, everything like that, the black lies, everything, because you're trying to gain an advantage, because you're trying to withhold information in order to gain an advantage or to put yourself forward or to make sure you don't get a certain repercussion or the, you know, 
And I can understand deceit, deception to a certain level. I understand that because if we look at our day-to-day lives, we may need deceit in order or deception to carry on with our day to make somebody else feel better about themselves. Because if you think about if you're going through life, life is very hard in general. And if you wake up and it's a hard day, you don't want to go to work, you hate your job, you don't particularly like your family at this point in time because something probably would happen. But in order to carry on, to get going, to move on, to push forward, you need to tell yourself it's going to get better. It's only for a period of time. You have no knowledge that 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 you're saying, whatever you're telling yourself is actually fact. You don't know. You put those rose-colored glasses on for the lack of a better term and you say, you know what? It's going to be good. It's going to be better. So we absolutely, I think we need to lie to ourselves. We need to lie to each other to carry on because the truth of the matter is we always don't know. We don't always have fact to work on in order to, uh, we don't always have fact to operate off of, right? We can only operate off of our emotions and our feelings. And in order to push through and to carry on with our day, with our lives and not to give into despair or despondency, we want to lie to ourselves, and it's acceptable at that point in time. And I think that's why, as a whole, lying has become so acceptable. But then there's people who just take it to a whole nother level and lie because we get lied to, we get deceived every day. There's so many things that's being lied. When you watch commercials, it's always lying about something. When you watch those commercials and you see those burgers and they look really good and you go to a store to buy the burger, it doesn't look anything like what it says it looks like. Half the time when they're, you know, pr- promoting all these things, they're using things that are not even food. I was watching some documentary or something that is talking about when they're doing their commercials and what they're actually using to achieve the color and the flavor. Not the flavor because obviously you're not tasting it, but the colors that they're, they're wanting to achieve. They're using things that are not actually edible. But to our mind, because it's one of the things that, we eat with our eyes, right? We want to eat something that looks good when we're talking about food. Our eyes is what's controlling us because we want to see things in a particular way. Even if it's not the actual truth, we want to see things to a certain way for us to accept it, for us to buy into it. So in order for them to grab our attention, they need to make sure that this is something they're appealing to our I don't know, lack of a better sense, lack of knowledge. I don't know what it is. What do you want to call it? What the terminology is for it? But they deceive us by putting something in front of us that they know that we're going to grab for it and do it. It's like the term dangling carrot in front of a horse. <laughs> you're dangling the carrot in front of a horse. The, the horse may never get the carrot, but they're going to dangle it and you're going to think that, okay, I'm going to try it on. You can also use that analogy for other things too. But in particular, this is how the world that we live in is all about deceive and deception. Every single thing. We lie to get into things. We also lie to get out of things, right? Because if you look at, we lie to get into a job. We may tell a lie like we're good at something that we're not really good at. We know how to do something. We have no idea what it is. When we go for an interview, whenever we're presenting ourselves to people, we want to control the facade. We want to control what people see of us, what people think about us, especially in settings like you having a business idea, you're proposing to somebody, you're going to make it sound so good. And a part of that, I guess, is also believing in yourself because if you believe in what you're saying, are you actually lying, right? That's the other part of it too because if I'm saying something that I probably can't realistically do, but I believe I can do it, doesn't mean that I'm lying. 
I don't know. That maybe is a gray area when it comes to lying and the lies we tell ourselves and the lies we tell each other, right? Maybe we're operating under the assumption that, well, we can do this at some point in time or we are going to do this at some point in time. So you know what? Let us do it. Let us do this. And I'm going to say that I can do it. When it comes to in a friendship group or even a acquaintance or acquaintances or if you're work colleagues or whatever, but you're spending time with a group of people. And this is what I can't, I can't, I can't stand these kind of people, but we're in, and when I say we can't stand, I can't stand people who lie for no reason is what I'm getting to. So when you're in a group and we're just sharing, because as humans, we need to bond with each other. We're very social beings. We're very social creatures. We want to have that conversation with each other. We want to build. And in order to build that a longevity of a relationship or a bond or feeling like we belong with each other. We share stories. We share past experiences or future goals or something like that because we're looking for common things, things that we share with each other so we can build that sort of relationship, whether it's a friendship, a partnership, whatever it is, that's how we do it. That's how we come about doing all those things. So when we're in a setting where we're sharing our stories and we're building a sort of a bond, I don't like those people who are just lying for no reason because they want to be accepted. They're going to say that they like a particular music when they have never even heard of the music or they like to do a particular sport that they're not even familiar with. And I don't like lying for no reason. I guess we can always validate the reasons why we're lying, obviously, because everybody can validate everything that they're doing and everything is valid for everybody because to each their own. But I think if we shouldn't lie about who we are. We shouldn't change who we are deep down to please other people because at the end of the day, if we're lying about who we are and our capabilities of doing something or what we like, then people are going to in turn like that person who you're pretending to be. They're not going to like the true you. And I think that in the world today, there's so many individuals that like different, different things for a multitude of reasons. And I think if you're an individual who have who like a particular kind of music, but because you were raised a particular way, it's not seen as acceptable. So you lie about what you actually like and what you actually don't like. I can understand where you're lying because you don't want to deal with the repercussion. Maybe you don't want to be judged about your particular decisions and all that. I get it. I understand it. But if you're around in a very relaxed situation and somebody's talking about something that they like, I don't think you can say that I've never heard of it. I'm very fascinated with it. I'm going to look it up. If, you know, and maybe you look into it or I'm, I'm never heard of it. Yeah, that's interesting. And leave it at that. You don't have to jump in and say, well, yeah, yeah, I listen to it. I do. Those are the people I cannot stand. I cannot stand those people who lie for no reason. What are you gaining from that situation? Because a lot of times when people are lying, it can be very apparent that you're lying. You have, I know that you, everybody knows somebody like this, somebody who just lies for no reason. Somebody who comes up with a story that's so far-fetched, you know that this is fabrication. This is a clear fib. They are clearly lying here. This is not true, but they still continue with it. But then we also think about, is lie contagious? Because if this person is lying to you and telling you a story that you know that it does not making sense, the math ain't adding up, and you allow them to continue to lie to you, and then you just accept it. You don't always have to call that person out, but you can respectfully say, listen, what you're saying is not making sense. 
I'm understanding what you're saying, but it's just not making sense. We let those people be and we let them continue to talk and then we accept it and then we move on. So then we even start to lie to ourselves, right? Because they lie to us and we just accept it and we move on. The same thing can happen in a relationship or in any sort of friendship, relationship, whether romantic or just regular friendship, platonic friendship, whatever it is, the same thing can happen. You can have a friend that comes to you and they're telling you something and you know otherwise. And because they're your friends, you're going to then accept it and you're going to believe it and you're going to move on. You're going to say, well, I don't believe it, but you're accepting it. And you're accepting it, meaning that you're not calling them out right there and then and say, hey, listen, this I know this may be your story and this may be the version of what you think happened, but me, I'm not going to accept that. I'm telling you right now that I don't feel like what you're telling me is the truth. I'm not going to accept what you're telling me because my intuition is telling me otherwise. And our intuition, I think we don't tune in enough to our intuition and our human psyche or whatever it is that's telling us that something is exactly what we're thinking. We need somebody from, we need outside forces to confirm a lot of things about us. And I don't think in all cases it's right for us to do. I feel like a lot of people, not a lot, but maybe a huge percentage of people, we do it as, we do it a lot. We do it to the point where somebody's telling us something that is contradicting to what we already believe and already know, and we then believe what this person is telling us. There's times when that is, for me, is acceptable when you don't have enough information. And when I say enough information, I mean, you maybe see a one-two suspicion about a particular thing, or you probably heard a one-two thing about it, and you're just like, eh, it's not enough to really come to a conclusion of your own. It's not enough to really say, okay, this is exactly to form an opinion on the thing. I can understand because if somebody else is coming and you're telling you this, I still even think that you also should do your due diligence and make sure that you're accepting something or you're giving an opinion on something that you have already done your research on because people lie so much. And also they may lie because they don't even know that they're lying. They may not even know because there's this thing that they call, there's this terminology called Pseudological Fantastica. So Pseudological Fantastica is when somebody's telling you a story and they believe it to be true, even though the story or whatever happened is complete opposite. But this person believes what they're saying that is true. So they tell you and they believe it. So they call it Pseudological Fantastica. Does that mean they're being honest? Eh, I don't know. But I don't know because that's also a part of it too, where I'm thinking about where it's like, okay, if somebody's lying to you and you know the person is lying to you, does it make them a liar? Does it make them a dishonest person? If they also don't know that you're lying, does it make them dishonest? I don't know. It's one of those things, again, where you're thinking about, it's like, hey, maybe this is a gray area because I don't know for sure if because they they don't know that because, okay, when you think about people who have uh, maybe neurological disorder or disease or something that's preventing them from maybe remembering something or maybe a brain trauma which falls under neurological disorders or neurological diseases or whatever like that. And uh, no, neurodivergent would be um, when you're on the spectrum. So not a neurodivergent disease, but a neurological disorder or disease like an Alzheimer or something like that. And you don't recall what happened because of something that happened. Something is wrong with your brain and you're saying something, then you're not a dishonest person because there's literally chemistry, there's literally physics, there's literally biology. There's literally your brain that's preventing you 
from doing certain things, from remembering the count, the recount of the situation that happened. So that, I'm not talking about that. And that I can say, you know what? Okay, I can see it. But when we're talking about people who there's nothing wrong with their brain and there's somebody who just want to lie because they want to pretend to be somebody that they're not. I don't like that. I'm not here for it. And I'm not here for deceiving to get to a particular, to achieve anything. I understand it. But personally, I try my best with as much information that I have to be as honest with everyone around me as possible as I can. I know, I think, I think it's maybe impossible to achieve a hundred percent honesty because even if we look at our brain and we think about how our brain works and everything like that, we can never achieve a hundred percent honesty in anything that we do. How our brain lies to us all the time. If you think about, I was reading the other day something where it talks about when we're seeing a, a rainbow, you look at a rainbow and it's very beautiful, but the person beside you is not actually seeing the same rainbow. They're seeing like a reflection of the rainbow that you're actually seeing. So even though we're in the same area, we're standing in pretty much the same spot and we're looking at the same rainbow, we're not even seeing the same rainbow. I'm seeing one rainbow and they're seeing a version of the rainbow that I'm seeing and the person beside them is seeing a version of the rainbow that I'm seeing. So it goes down and it's like, that's very fascinating to really think about. It, it's mind-blowing to think about the fact that you can be in same situation, the same spot, the same time, but the version, the experience is completely different. Those little things that change that makes things so different. So the world at vast is an amazing thing. The brain and how it works and how it interprets things is amazing. But then it ties back into constantly being deceived, being lied to, the lie we tell ourselves, the lies that we tell each other, the good lies, the bad lies, the white lies, the black lies, the all of that. I think it may be innately human for us to lie. I think we also learn along the way because eventually we become really good liars. Because if we think about how long it takes to be professional at something, they say it takes 10,000 hours to be considered a professional at anything. So whatever it is that you're doing, if you dedicate 10,000 hours to that, then you're considered a professional. We tell so much lies. I don't know the statistics of it and how often the average human lies, but I can guarantee you, we if we are telling lies on average, maybe three, four times a day, I don't know. Again, I'm just making up numbers here. I don't know any statistics or anything. Imagine if we tell the, uh, three lies a day and we're lying for 10 years of our lives, 15, 20 years. We have at this point become professional. So imagine you have been living for 50, 60, 70 years. At this point, you are a professional liar. You are 100% a professional liar. But it is acceptable to lie. But then at what point if, because can we say that lying is based on the situation and the circumstances? So if you're lying to hurt somebody, if you're withholding information and that information that you're withholding in turn ended up hurting the person, causing emotional trauma, or in turn caused a ripple effect that resulted in somebody maybe losing their life, losing their freedom, losing their job, losing something that's, you know, gonna in return cause emotional trauma, then I am not here for that. I am not here for that. But it is a part of our being. It is in our DNA to lie. It, it helps us 
to get by. It helps us with, I think it helps with depression because if you're depressed and you tell yourself, listen, tomorrow's going to be a better day. It's going to be amazing. Things are going to work out. You can, it, it allows you to not give in to despair and despondency, right? But if you don't do that and you just keep telling yourself, it's so bad, it's so bad, then you're just going to be more and more depressed. So yes, I am for putting those rose-colored glasses on. I'm for looking at the cup of half, looking at the glass of water or a cup of water or whatever it is as half full instead of half empty. I'm for being an optimist versus a pessimist or a realist. I like to say to myself that I'm a realist, if that's even a real thing, because I like to also say that I'm a frontier pragmatist and that I see the world for what it is and not who I am, because how we are and how we perceive the world is based on who we are and how we're, and our experiences. We don't really see the world for what it is. So if you're somebody that's been lied to, deceived a lot through their life, been neglected, not shown any love, not shown, that's exactly how you perceive the world. You perceive the world as loveless, loveless, as cold, as sad, because your whole life, your whole existence, that's the only thing that you have been experience you've been uh, exposed to so that's how you see the world but if you're somebody who has who knows real or true love whatever that means if people have been kind to you been treated really good people being honest with you to a certain degree what again there's no real and true honesty i believe i don't think anybody within their existence can be a hundred percent honest all the time because again our brain is a control is in control here our brain is the brain of the operation and it lies to us a lot about a lot of different things we can't even tell what reality is because if we look at reality and you define what reality is, reality is when we come as a collective and and saying, hey, hey, this is exactly how it is. We can confirm that what you're seeing is exactly what I'm seeing and that's what reality is. And that's a fickle thing to go off of. That's a very fickle thing to go off of, I think. So we can't really, you know, um, debate what reality really is because what we know. We don't know and we don't know what we don't know. So when it comes to that, we're constantly being lied to. We don't know what reality is because reality is all based on our brain and all the neurons on chemicals. It's literally based on just energies. Every single thing that we know, it's all based on our brain. Everything that we know as color, everything, these social constructs, every single thing that we come up with is all coming from our brain. Our brain is, is in control here. So whatever it is that it tells us, that's exactly what it is we're going to go to. We're going to believe we have nothing else. We cannot debate it. What else are we going to debate it with? We have nothing else to debate it with. So we have to believe the lie and deceive and the deception that our brain poses to us on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, whatever our subconscious and conscious mind comes up with. We have to accept it because we have nothing else. It is in control here. But nonetheless, when it comes to lying to ourselves and stuff like that, I believe that it is definitely a necessity. It is necessary for us to lie to ourselves to keep going. We need that to keep going because if we don't do it, then we're not going to keep going. And it's a good thing. It's a good practice to tell ourselves a little white lies. You know, we wake up and we feel tired and we don't want to go to the gym. We don't want to work. We don't want to eat, eat healthy. We don't want to do all those things. But we tell ourselves that eventually it's going to work. It's going to be worth it. We put enough work and hours and dedication into whatever it is we're doing. It's going to be worth it. We don't always know the outcome. So we have to approach everything with a level of optimism. We have to say to ourselves, it's going to get better. It's going to be good. If we be pessimistic, 
and we say it is not worth doing anything. And it's not because the reality is life is hard and life is bad and it makes no sense that we try. We are going to give in to despair. We're going to give in to despondency. We're going to give in to all those things. And we don't want to do that. So yes, it makes sense for us to lie to ourselves whenever it needs be for us to continue living. It makes sense. So with that being said, I'm okay, so I'll go ahead and conclude today's episode on lies with a quote from one of my favorite existentialist philosopher called Søren Kierkegaard. I may be butchering his name because obviously I don't speak Danish and I don't know the pronunciation. I barely speak English, but hey, it is what it is. He's still one of my favorite uh, existentialist philosopher. And he, one of his quotes said, what is truth but to live for an idea? And I really like that truth, that quote. It really embodies what I'm talking about, lies and how we live the lies and the lies we tell ourselves and every single thing. I think that it literally speaks to this episode. And thank you so much for listening to me till the end. If you have, I want to say thank you again and go ahead and share your thoughts. I'm on all the social media platforms. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, all under Adams of Thought. So go ahead, share your thoughts. Let me know. Was I right on this? Was I not right on this? Let me know because at the end of the day, Socrates also have a famous quote or a quote that I actually really like is, the only true wisdom in knowing is that you know nothing. Wait, uh, let me say that again. The only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. And that is something that I constantly live by because I know that I know nothing and I'm always here to learn. So please share your thoughts. Let me know because not everything is always black and white. There's a lot of time there's gray areas. We don't a lot of time we accept lies that people tell us. Or we don't want to call them out and we accept those lies that we tell ourselves because it just, you know, makes a peaceful world, makes, you know, life easier, makes things better. We just don't, we don't always want to know a hundred percent honesty all the time. We don't always want to know every single thing. We don't always want to, you know, dare to peek behind a curtain to see exactly what is there. Sometimes we want to live in a fantasy. We want to be told all the lies just to let keep it going right we want to remain in the delusion sometimes the delusion is good it's good for us right so let me know what are your thoughts and lies am i right am i wrong follow me leave a comment leave give me a rating a five star rating preferably like please give me five star ratings uh, just let me know what do you think go ahead i'm here for it all good comments bad comments just make sure you're leaving a five star review <laughs> a five star give me a thumbs up but if the comments are bad i'm here for it if the comments are good i'm here for it. just make sure that it's five star say what you want to say but make sure that the rating is a five star okay cool join me again for my another thought whatever it will be i don't know it's going to be very interesting though